Good morning, and welcome to A Penny for Your Thoughts with Brian Barnhart on News Talk 1400 WDWS. For over 60 years, East Central Illinois' daily gathering spot for conversation, dialogue, and ideas. You can join in on the phone, online, or via text. Our phone number is 217-356-9397. Email talk at WDWS.com. Or text us on the Castle Heating and Cooling text line, 217-351-5357. Now, here's Brian Barnhart. All right, good morning, everybody, on this Thursday morning, downtown Champaign. Great to have you with us on Penny for Your Thoughts. Hope you're going to have a great day today. Hope it's been a good one so far. It's uh, sunny today in 73, as Tim mentioned in our forecast Currently 51 in downtown Champaign. And uh, just sitting here in our studio, looks like a nice day outside, watching the uh, news monitors. The uh, Brett Kavanaugh hearing is underway. Dr. Christine Ford is at the table at the moment, and uh, the hearing is underway. Of course, we'll have updates throughout the day from CBS News as that gets underway in Washington, D.C. So uh, that is the, the big story of the day. Dramatic day of testimony looming. Protesters gathering around the U.S. Capitol this morning. Organizers behind the Women's March plan a direct action, they say, this morning in the Hart Senate office in support of Christine Blasey Ford, who will testify that Supreme Court nominee Brett Kavanaugh assaulted her during a drunken high school party. Elsewhere, a coalition of conservative women's groups planning an I Stand with Brett rally near the Russell Senate office building. And we've got some details on what's going to unfold during the course of the hearing. Uh, each of the uh, two people, Mr. Kavanaugh and uh, Ms. Ford, uh, both with a written testimony that is already out as to what they're going to say. And uh, the most recent development here, uh, I guess late last night, was two men have come forward, at least been talked to by the Senate Judiciary Committee, that they say they're the ones, not Brett Kavanaugh, that had the alleged sexual encounter with Christine Ford. So all of that came out late last night. So uh, that, of course, is the big news of the day. If there's ever a big story, this is the one. Had a lot of commentary on it yesterday. Had a couple of leftover emails from yesterday that we ran out of time, could not get to. We'll get to those here in this first half hour. If you have any uh, comments or thoughts here as this uh, unfolds today, uh, 356-9397. You can text us, Castle Heating and Cooling, text line 351 351- Five three five seven, and you can email us talk at wdws dot com. Be interested to see, and and we hear a lot uh, from a lot of different people during the course of a show each day. I'm just curious uh, in our with our female audience uh, listeners, just your thoughts as you kind of watch all of this unfold. Um, you know, just talking to different people and reading different what people have said. Uh, people have said, hey, you know. Uh, uh, there are situations that come up where there may not be any witnesses, and um, if if a sexual incident occurs, uh, there may be nobody there to document it. And this happened, and um, you know they've never recovered from it, or it's bothered them, or they did not come forward at the time. And uh, you read about this all the time in different articles. Seen several letters to the editor today in regards to that. Um, so if you have any thoughts, especially if you're a female listener today, as you kind of watch this whole Brett Kavanaugh situation unfold, um, what goes through your mind? Um, because we've heard from a lot of men on the show, and women both, But uh, as the men discuss it. But uh, 
obviously we're not women. So uh, be interested to hear if you if you have any thoughts just as you've watched this entire episode unfold, what you make of it. Uh, as that is ongoing today. Speaking of all of that, there was a uh, editorial cartoon in the News Gazette a couple of days ago, you may have seen it, that has elicited quite a response, both in letters to the editor and also the publisher of the uh, News Gazette, John Reed, with a uh, column today in regards to that. So if you check out the News Gazette, both online but uh, the paper itself, you will see a lot of that. In fact, the uh, banner across the top has several... um, comments and different things also there's a uh, letter to the editor uh, in the letter to the editor section from the uh, editorial cartoonist himself uh, that he's been doing this for 35 years and uh, wanted to talk about it a little bit so you can check all of that out as well and there was some uh, reaction there's a, a, a forum coming up some democratic candidates have pulled out of you may have heard about that uh, because uh, in protest of the editorial cartoon that was in the News Gazette a couple of days ago. So there's been some fallout from that. So we can take comments on any or all of that. We're at 9.10 during the course of the show, and most of the show will be open line time as we kind of uh, dig into this and we'll watch all of this unfold. We are going to break it up a little bit. A couple of previously scheduled guests uh, that were set up earlier uh, before all of this started to happen on Washington, D.C., but wanted to be fair to them since we did set it up in advance. Uh, Near the end of the show today, uh, some folks from the reading group will tell you about an event they've got coming up. And also the uh, Boy Scouts, Prairie Lands Council Boy Scouts, uh, they have a Scout-a-thon tonight. We'll give you some quick information on that during the course of the show. But other than that, we will have uh, open line time. So send in your emails, your texts. You can do the text line at uh, 217-351-5357. You can email us, talk at wdws.com, or you can call us. Three five six nine three nine seven. Hearing underway in Washington D.C. We'll get updates from CBS News, of course, at the top of each hour as uh, things unfold. But we'll talk about that for something else you want to get into. We can certainly do that. But this has been uh, the topic, of course, in Washington and around the country. I was uh, driving over to Springfield at back and forth last night. I tuned to just about every AM station. If there wasn't a baseball game on. Uh, and FM stations, too, they were talking about the Brett Kavanaugh hearing. I mean, it didn't matter what side you were on or what you thought of it. There was uh, constant talk about it. So that is very, very prevalent. All right, we'll take a break. We'll get it started here on Penny for Your Thoughts on this Thursday after this. All right, 356-9397 is how you can uh, join us today. You can text us, Castle Heating and Cooling, text line 3515357. You can email us, talk at wdws.com. Of course, the uh, Brett Kavanaugh hearing the big story today, some reaction locally to the uh, editorial cartoon that was in the News Gazette. That is uh, headlined quite a bit at the uh, top of the banner in the uh, News Gazette today. You can take a look at all of that to both uh, online and in the paper today. And even a uh, letter, which you don't see very often, from the editorial cartoonist is also in there in the uh, News Gazette today. But it's across the banner of the News Gazette. This is about the Me Too cartoon, letters to the editor from the cartoonist, not the message I intended, from the publisher, we learned something. And from the campaign trail, uh, Democratic Less Forum is still on. Some of the uh, Democratic candidates would pull out of a forum that was going to take place tomorrow night. That happened uh, 
here. I saw the releases that came out. Organizers say a Champaign County Board candidate forum tomorrow will go on despite Democrats' pledge to not show up. Over a cartoon published in the News Gazette, the image is a commentary on the Me Too anti-sexual assault movement. County Democrats, in a statement, called the cartoon inappropriate, offensive, and sexist. Democrats say they plan to come up with an alternative event to hear from candidates. Tomorrow's forum sponsored by the League of Women Voters, the NAACP, and the News Gazette. The League says it will go on, the event at the Champaign City Building at 6.30 tomorrow night. Meanwhile, the uh, News Gazette publisher, John Reed, says today in a column that editorial cartoons are meant to provoke dialogue. But Reed says the paper displayed an unintentional lack of sensitivity toward the topic of consent. WDWS, WHMS, WKIO, and the News Gazette are all properties course of news gazette uh, news gazette media all right three five six nine three nine seven is the phone number a couple of things left on it says uh, trump ran on destroying president trump destroying the norms of government he's doing that now his supporters get upset with people with which they disagree do things against the norm of governments this is a leftover uh, text from yesterday Innocent until proven guilty. Where were they when uh, Trump flung all sorts of unfounded accusation against his 15 Republican competitors during the 2016 campaign? And it goes on to say that was a presidential election. Innocent until proven guilty applies in all phases of justice. And also a text just in. I'm an independent voter. Didn't vote for either Hillary or Trump. I just ask you one question. If Kavanaugh would have done this to one of your daughters, would you feel the same? That question from one of our listeners here today. All right, let's go to the phones to uh, Jim. Good morning, Jim. Hey, good morning. Thanks for getting me on. Oh, hey, I did want to comment on that editorial cartoon. Sure. I, You know, that was a pretty innocuous little cartoon, pretty harmless. The, the, the self-absorbed hand-wringing going on over that. Is, is indicative of, of Champaign-Urbana and the university community is around. It's no place else in the world would you find that kind of uproar just because they don't believe it. I mean, I know that, that Me Too is their sacred cow, but she's Louise, you know? 80% of the editorial cartoons, the Gazette posts up there on the editorial page, are, are anti-Trump. Today's cartoon shows a uh, Trump deserves a pie in the face. I don't really agree with that, but I think I'll manage to to get on through my day somehow. You know, these, these guys are just so crazy that a, a cartoon like that could, could could create this much trouble with the League of Women Voters, NAACP, anyone else who's got a, you know a cause, and, and they're just looking for an excuse to be mad, be upset, be offended. Mm-hmm. Well, here's what the uh, here, here's what the cartoonist said, and this was a nationally syndicated cartoon, by the way. That uh, right, you know right. wasn't anybody here that actually drew it or or did it. It was just a, na- a national one. It says uh, from the cartoonist himself. He said, running to the News Gazette, he says, "I assume you ran the cartoon because you interpreted it as I intended—a commentary on modern life and the chilling effects surrounding the Me Too movement, and more specifically." The Kavanaugh hearings, and the cartoonist says, I really meant nothing more. Some of the interpretations uh, are reading, I think, way too much into it. But he says, if people are interpreting it this way, then I failed to communicate my idea. Um, but uh, he says, but that is it. Contrary to some of the comments he says he's received, I'm not a rapist nor a misogynist. He says, many of my cartoons have supported women and issues of equality. 
Take the cartoon dated last Friday, he says, in which I lampooned Senate Republicans on the Judiciary Committee for their handling of Kavanaugh's accuser, Dr. Ford. And you refer to the one with uh, Donald Trump today standing at a podium at the U.N. with a couple of pies flying towards his face. So, Right, right. Yeah. It's just, I don't know, it's just, it's just a, another page out of the Champaign-Urbana playbook. Anywhere else in the whole state, you won't find, you know, that kind of outrage, just manufactured outrage. If it wasn't that, it's something else. People are just looking for something to be crazed about because that's how they are. Especially when you get around a, you know, an academic area like 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 Champaign. So all right, hey, and, 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 and real quickly, yeah. that guy with the email right before, he said, "How would you feel if he did that to your daughter?" Well, he did what to who? You know. I, I, He's assuming he's guilty. Everyone just assumes everyone's guilty. And if you don't like it, then, as the cartoon says, you're, you're a misogynist and a rapist. It's just, it's, it's just gone insane. All right. Simple well, as that. Thank you, Jim. Well, thank you, Brian. I appreciate it. Yeah, I appreciate your thoughts today. I'd like to hear from some of the women, too, just uh, as you watch this unfold and as you've observed all of this, kind of your thoughts uh, several uh, women wrote in to the uh, News Gazette. I'll ju- I'm not going to read the editorials, but I just want to give you the, the headline. Uh, it says, Cartoon was not a laughing matter. Many area groups educate youths. Uh, that was from, let's see, the first one was from a woman, uh, Elizabeth. There was another one from Sharon. Message being sent was disgusting. That was from Kathy. And nobody has the right to use force. That was from Ellen. So you had four different women in the uh, letters to the editor, and there are several more out there. If you want to check all of that out, it's all in the News Gazette today on the editorial page. John Reed, our publisher, with uh, a headline as well, says dialogue is always a good thing. And anytime you want to send uh, letters to the editor, you can certainly do that. And let me give you the the number, the, the, at least the address. Letters to the editor, News Gazette, P.O. Box six. 77 Champaign, Illinois, 61824. Or you can mail it to letters at newsgazette.com, email it there, or submit it online at news-gazette.com. So those are some of the comments that uh, come in. That's one way you can do it, certainly. We've had certain a uh, lot of reaction to that. Mr. For- Ms. Ford says she believes it's her civic duty to bring all this to light. This is an email. It says, I don't understand why she didn't feel it wasn't her civic duty 30 years ago or even five years to alert someone of the offense, this uh, emailer says, because apparently civic duty seems to be meaningless without the spotlight or a book deal. I also find it interesting she continued to go to parties knowing how dangerous they could be, how she avoided drinking because she knew there were people tampering with drinks and putting drugs or such into drinks. Why would you continue to put yourself at risk and put others at risk and not report what's going on? It seems these people who were in danger didn't mean anything to her until she could make money from it all. And let's see here. The other, another email says, I was just wondering if you recognized yourself as a Democrat and wrote to Durbin or Duckworth if they would respond to you. Has anyone out there wrote to them and got a response being a Republican? I wrote them about six times each. It's been months with no reply. I just simply wanted to know how we as Republicans can get representation in Illinois. It's been quiet for months. Like I said, if you're a Republican, I don't think they care about you or what you think. 9.22, and somebody comments on another editorial cartoon. It says, I thought the one showing Bill Cosby with the J-Lo, J-A-I-L-O, of course, he was pushing Jell-O, 
all those years, was pushing the envelope. So anyway, that's kind of what uh, some of the reaction has been, both uh, on text line and in emails and, of course, letters to the editor to the News Gazette this morning. Three five six nine three nine seven. If you'd like to join us in that area, you can email us, talk at WDWS.com, or text us. That's always open on the Castle Heating and Cooling text line, 351-5357. We'll come back with more after this. Time out. Penny for your thoughts. We're back on Penny for your thoughts. News Talk 1400 DWS. Of course, the hearing underway on Capitol Hill. As uh, that goes on, of course, CBS will provide updates for us as things happen there in Washington, D.C. And, uh, Adam, you sent me a text about the um, Bill Cosby. Was it, You say that one was from the woman, Bill Cosby, or the one before? The one up above or two above? Okay. Three five six nine three nine seven. You can text us, Castle Heating and Cooling text line, 3515357. You can email us, talk at wdws.com. 925, let's go to Don. Good morning. Hey, good morning. You said Democrats were mad. I'm sorry. Say that again. I didn't quite hear you. You said Democrats were mad over that cartoon. The, uh, some of the Democratic candidates at a forum, they pulled out because of the cartoon, yeah. Surprise, surprise, divide, 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 divide. We can't really do it much by the race anymore. I do it by gender. But uh, uh, the reason I was calling now, if your daughter was 15 years old and she was going to multiple parties drinking and people were being gang raped and you didn't, like, turn that into the police, uh, isn't that some kind of, like, abuse or something like that, like child neglect or something like that. I mean, you're talking about 15-year-old girls going to parties and getting drunk and people being gang raped. I mean, are you are you kidding me? I mean, it's crazy. Uh, I, that, I just, I don't get. I, I blame the parents. I mean, what kind of parent are you for your kids to be doing that and you not even know? And, you know, I, I'm not buying it. And plus, you know, my wife was in a car wreck. The statute of limitations ran out two years. Two years on a car wreck with her neck being hurt. I don't understand that. And uh, just one more thing to make the Democrats mad, I guess. But it, it, it is news that uh, would never be reported. Did you know Trump had a line two miles long in Missouri? Did you know that? He had a what two miles long? A line. A line? A line two miles long to get in to see him speak. Oh, for at a campaign rally. Okay. Yeah, yeah let's think about that. Two miles long. Hmm. Can you give me anybody else that has a line two miles long to get in? I don't even know if the Beatles had that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, but yeah. you won't hear it on the news. Obama can come and get, you know, he can get 700 people wherever he goes. That's about all he can get. Trump had a line two miles long. All right. Thank you, sir. <laughs> Appreciate it. Yep, three five six nine three nine seven. Yes, the uh, email. There was a long email sent talking about uh, Miss Ford believes it's her civic duty to bring all this to light. I don't understand why she didn't feel it was her civic duty thirty years ago 
or even five years ago to alert someone at the offense. That uh, was an email tagged on. It says, by the way, I'm a woman who wrote that email. So I just wanted to clarify which one that was. 3569397 is how you can join us on the phone line. You can text us, Castle Heating and Cooling text line 3515357928 news headlines coming up here in a moment. To Stephen Pam Starwalt at Keller Williams, husband and wife team there. They've assembled an outstanding team to work with them on home inspections and lenders. In fact, Pam has completed training and earned a certificate makes her a senior real estate specialist assisting those who Maybe at a time in their lives they want to downsize. They can also help with, uh, if you're moving out of state, they can get you lined up with an agent in that state to help make that process a little smoother for you. If you're wanting to sell in two weeks or six months or a year, maybe you're not sure when that's going to happen. Depends on your job, I suppose, or other situations that come up. Uh, There's a no-cost consultation for that, so they can sit down with you. So make sure you take advantage of that. From selling, buying, home inspection, appraisal, a closing, Steve and Pam will be with you the entire way. 239-7156 is the number to call. That, by the way, will roll over to Pam's cell phone, so it's not going to go into a uh, message machine and then disappear for a while. I mean, you'll get an immediate response if she's available. 239-7156. You can also just Google Pam or Google Steve. Just type it in, uh, and that'll come up with Steve and Pam Starwalt. Or you can Google Starwalt itself, S-T-A-R-W-A-L-T. So the husband and wife team selling real estate, Keller Williams, they'll be with you from start to finish and give you the individual attention that you need. We are approaching 9.30. The hearings continue in Washington, D.C. We'll talk about that. So I'd like to hear from some women on all of this, either text or email. Uh, your thoughts as you kind of watch all of this unfold in Washington, D.C. And uh, Tim Dittman is here with the news headlines. This is pretty much dominated everything yes, yes it has yeah i was telling listeners we uh, i drove over to springfield last night and back and tuned in just across the dial fm am and that's all anybody was talking about yeah didn't matter what side of the aisle you were on so um, it was pretty interesting yep and well i've got some uh, updates here in my newscast we'll keep you posted in our newscasts and also mm-hmm. cbs top and bottom of the hour i know we've had a lot of inquiries on whether we were going to carry it live and just mm-hmm. It would have ate up too much of our programming to do Mm -hmm. that, Uh, but we will certainly keep you posted because we know that's the biggest story right now. Okay, here's Tim with the news. A Penny for Your Thoughts with Brian Barnhart continues on News Talk 1400 WDWS. You can reach out to us on the phone at 217-356-9397, email talk at WDWS.com, or text on the Castle Heating and Cooling text line, 217 Three five one five three five seven. All right, we're back on Penny for Your Thoughts. News Talk 1400 DWS. Several uh, texts have come in already this morning as the uh, hearing's underway in Washington, D.C. Step away from that here for a couple of minutes and then get back into it. Here in just a little bit, uh, as we talk a little bit about the uh, Scoutathon here, the Prairie Lands uh, Council. Uh, this is a Scoutathon put on by the Prairie Fire District of Prairie Lands Council to benefit the council. And we've got uh, Terry Elmore with us and James Quisenberry are here. And good morning to you guys. Good morning, Brian. Good How are you doing? Brian. Thanks for having me. Good to on. see you. Well, this event's coming up tonight, right? Yeah, 5.30 to 7.30 tonight. At uh, We're going to be hosting it at the Illinois Fire Service Institute, but you don't have to come out. You can just give us a call. The main number is 
415-7083-7083 and um, pledge your support for uh, the scouting programs in our in our region. Yeah, and there are a lot of them. Yeah. So uh, t- tell us, kind of give us the big picture here about the Prairie Lands Council and Boy Scouts. So we have about 3,000 youth in our programs and mm-hmm. uh Prairie Lands Council and about 1,100 people volunteering to help make them happen. About uh, 62 Cub Scout packs, 46 Boy Scout troops, and 14 venturing crews, mm-hmm. and some explorer posts to boot. So, why is it important to support this tonight? I'll let one of you guys. It gives us uh, a tremendous opportunity to help all of our youth here in mm-hmm. Champaign County. Um, and we were talking about it earlier. I mean, the, the skills and tools that I learned in scouting, I still utilize today at 47 years old. So if we can financially help support some of that, that's it's an amazing opportunity. Mm-hmm. And the money, uh, what, 70% of it goes towards what? Yeah, 70% goes towards the programs we put on. That could mm-hmm. be Cub Scout Fun Day, Boy Scout Camp in the summer, Adventure Camp. Uh, and then the other 30% goes towards facilities, running our Scout Service Center, and paying the insurance bill, which is also something we have to do. Mm-hmm. And again, all this going on at the uh, Illinois Fire Service Institute on Gertie Drive. Yep. Now, can people come by? We're, we're asking uh, local leaders and uh, maybe uh, some personalities to drop by and mm-hmm. sign our pledge board. Mm-hmm. But they can call in or they can go to the website, the Prairie Lands Council website, if they don't want to mess with calling in or dropping by. Um that is uh, www.prairielandsbsa.org, mm-hmm. and there's a big Donate Now button at the top of that. All right, and again, those phone numbers, there's uh, three of them here. You want me yeah. to just give one, or you, you want to give all three? Well, I, I kind of want to talk about that as well here yeah. real quick. Um, mm-hmm. the, actually, AT&T, the new AT&T store here on Green Street is our sponsor, so okay. they provided us with five phones to, to do this event tonight, and I can't thank them enough, so I definitely have to, to mention them in, uh, in this interview. But, yeah, it'll be we'll have three different numbers. It'll be that first number, the 217-415-7083, mm-hmm. the 217-415-7134, or the 217-415-8054. So any three of those numbers you'll we'll pick up mm-hmm. and be happy to speak to you, speak to you about what we're doing, and, and thank them for supporting Scout. Yeah, I'll run those numbers by folks again here before we're done today, or you can go online, prairielandsbsa.org. You can donate there at the uh, Donate button for the uh, Prairie Lands Council. Uh, Camp Drake, Robert Drake, tell me about that. Well, that, that's been a part of this community for a long time, a lot, you know, grandparents can talk about their experiences out of <laughs> Camp Drake and um, you know it's a it's a fine facility but to keep a nice facility nice you have to invest in it and an interesting dimension with um, girls joining Cub Scouts this fall and uh, young women joining Scouting BSA in the spring we have to do some upgrades to our facilities out there because they're designed for you know a bunch of young men and boys mm-hmm. now we need to have equal facilities for all the the young women and girls that are going to join us out yeah. there too. And uh, that all starts pretty soon, right? I mean, yeah, as far Cub as Scouts, the, uh, Cub Scouts uh, are taking in girls this year, mm-hmm. this fall. Yep. And they've and had the they've had the venturing for girls. Yep, that's been co-ed too, for yeah. quite a while. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, young young people from high school to college. It's more of an advent, high adventure kind of um, program, but it's mm-hmm. been co-ed uh, for quite a while. All right, so the uh, Scout-a-thon is tonight. I'll run those numbers by before we uh, leave today, but uh, anything else we need to know about well, tonight? Well, something that most people don't know is that our scouting operation at, in Prairie Lands Council is funded completely by fundraising here and donations here. The council doesn't mm-hmm. take any part of the registration that goes to national 
Boy Scouts of America. It, they pass that straight along. To run our operations here and support our programs, it takes us and people buying popcorn and candy bars. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of great causes out there, but uh, this is one that uh, we hope you'll support tonight, either at the uh, Fire Service Institute. If you're a, uh, someone who wants to donate, you can do it through the uh, phone numbers or go online again, prairielandsbsa.org, to benefit the uh, Prairie Lands Boy Scouts. So, all right. Thanks for having Anything us, else buddy. we need to touch yep. on? Thanks for the time, Brian. Got it. Yeah. Very good. Thank, it, you. Thank you. A quick break. Back with more after this. Penny for your thoughts. Back on Penny for your thoughts. New stock 1400 DWS. And again, uh, the phone numbers, if you'd like to help with the uh, Boy Scouts and the Scout-a-thon, uh, you can call between 530 and 730 tonight. And scouts and uh, adult leaders, scouts, uh, will be taking calls on three lines, uh, 217, the area code, 415-7083, and 415-8054. So if you need those numbers, I'll leave them with Adam. And uh, you can call in and ask about that if you'd like to help out sometime tonight between 5.30 and 7.30. But uh, today, of course, all eyes on the Kavanaugh hearing. The accuser, Christine Blasey Ford, is currently describing her alleged uh, assault. Here is uh, kind of the rundown of what's happening today. Senate Judiciary Committee uh, has started. The way the hearing will unfurl was revealed Tuesday After CNN obtained details of the format for the Senate, the Judiciary Chairman Chuck Grassley with the opening statement. You heard Tim Dittman talk about that on the news. Uh, That had no time limit, followed by an opening statement from the top Democrat on the committee, uh, Dianne Feinstein, who will also not have a time limit. So they're both done. Uh, Ford is making her statement. She alleges when she and Kavanaugh were in high school, he pinned her down at a party and covered her mouth while trying to remove her clothing. Uh, She was sworn in. Then when she's done, one round of questions in which each senator will have five minutes each to ask Ford questions. Those five minutes can be yielded to counsel if a senator chooses. And Grassley, uh, Senator Grassley of Iowa, confirmed Tuesday in a statement he had hired Rachel Mitchell, a career prosecutor with decades of experience prosecuting sex crimes, to question the witness. Mitchell will ask the questions for the GOP senators while the Democrats do their own questioning. Ford will leave then the committee hearing room. Kavanaugh will enter once Ford has departed. Supreme Court nominee will be sworn in and give his opening statement. One round of questions from each senator, five minutes, of course, uh, or they can yield to the council. Right now, the committee vote, this is who she's uh, testifying on that, the hearing will uh wrap up and then the vote is scheduled committee votes tentatively scheduled for friday meanwhile a second woman and there's been a third accuser have also uh stepped forward you heard about all of that but uh three five six nine three nine seven is the phone number we've kind of focused on that today a little intermittent break for the boy scouts and then we can get back into this if there's something else you want to bring up you certainly can do that but to always have the text lines and the email lines open. We also touched on in the first half hour the editorial cartoon from the News Gazette from uh, two days ago. has elicited quite a uh, barrage of letters to the editor. All of the ones in there today are from women. And uh, so if you are a woman today and you're listening and just watching all of this unfold, the whole uh, Kavanaugh situation, the accusers, um, just like to hear from you, see what you, what your thoughts are on it. 
regardless of what party you're in or, I mean, what who you support, whether you voted for Hillary or Trump or whatever, I, I just, um, you know, I think men, we can kick it around and talk about it, but I think it's, uh, you know, the women, obviously, I think have a totally different perspective sometimes on all of this. So just curious as to what you think about that. And uh, in the editorial page of the News Gazette today, there is a, a column by our publisher, John Reed. There is also a letter from the uh, cartoonist himself in there, along with all the letters to the editor today. And we mentioned earlier, uh, county Democrats in a statement upset with the cartoon say they plan to come up with an alternative event when it comes to a forum that was scheduled for tomorrow, sponsored by the League of Women Voters, the NAACP, and the News Gazette. All of that happening. So that's kind of some of the uh, big topics we've talked about. There are some other national headlines that uh, we can get into as well, including talk about a two-state solution in the Middle East when it comes to Mideast peace. Maybe another plan floating around out there. They've tried so many different plans over the years. A couple of questions have come in. One had to do with our guest. Do you know who pays property taxes for Camp Drake? No, I don't. And I can email one of them and see if they can tell me. Or maybe they can uh, call back in real quick and give us an update on that. I do not know the answer to that. And can you please give the uh, definition of making a move? That was a uh, text in on the uh, Castle Heating and Cooling text line. 947 here at DWS. Let's take another break. We'll come back with more phone calls, emails, and texts as the uh, hearing unfolds in Washington. We'll have an update from CBS at the top of the hour. Our newsroom following closely as well here just across the hall from us right now. We'll continue with more in a moment. Regardless of your project needs, Rental City saves you the expense of buying, storing, and maintaining tools or equipment you use only occasionally or even once in a lifetime. Visit us on Mattis Avenue, just north of the I-74 overpass in Champaign. Or call us at 359-6127. Whatever and whenever you need it. Rent it from Rental City. The cheers of loyal U of I football fans, the sound of crackling leaves underfoot, the melody of your all-time favorite song. Belltone invites you to listen to some of the sounds you've been missing. For over 60 years, Belltone has been helping people hear better, and they've been dedicated to providing the best hearing care options available. Their network of professional hearing care practitioners and audiologists and their innovative solutions have already enabled millions of people to hear better. Together, Belltone's extensive line of hearing instruments, their advanced fitting software, and their staff of hearing care experts have made Belltone the most trusted name in hearing aids. They listen to your concerns and have a wide range of options to best suit your individual hearing needs. And their commitment to helping you hear better continues through a lifetime of aftercare and services. Listen again and you'll hear what you've been missing. Belltone. Visit your local Belltone in Champaign at 816 North Country Fair Drive or call 359-3331. 
At Express Employment Professionals, we understand how difficult and financially demanding it can be to find quality workers who fit your business needs. Whether you need workers in office services, professional, industrial, or an HR hotline, Express Employment Professionals has the support you need fast. Express Employment Professionals, respecting people, impacting business. Contact your local Express Employment Professionals at champagneil.expresspros.com. Express yourself today. Does your financial advisor make it a priority to help you keep investment expenses down? Do you truly understand all the investment-related fees you're paying, and are they clearly disclosed? If not, it might be time for a change. As a Charles Schwab Independent Branch Leader, I provide investment information, education, and guidance you can act on. To learn more, call me, Ron Ensley, at 217-689-4733, or stop by your local branch in Champaign or Normal. Charles Schwab & Company, Inc., member SIPC. Hey, it's Scott Beatty on Sports Talk. Matt Daniels joins me. We chat preps with Colin Likas and Nancy Fay from Illinois Women's Basketball stops by. Join us at 5 tonight on DWS. All right, Penny, for your thoughts, continue. Open line here for the next hour. At the very end of the show, we'll hear about the reading group. Take a little lighter note there towards the end of the show, but we're just uh, taking in and Observing and talking a little bit about the uh, Kavanaugh hearing. Again, his accuser, Dr. Ford, is uh, testifying right now, and then they will eventually get to Kavanaugh. They've got some questions. There's, a, a, I guess, a prosecutor, uh, someone who's been involved in investigating sex crimes, is going to ask some questions. So that is ongoing. A lot of you may be uh, taking that in as we speak, uh, maybe listening and watching at the same time. If you have any thoughts on what you're seeing, you can certainly. Uh, send those our way, or if you are uh, just have some general thoughts on this entire matter uh, as it has unfolded here. It's been almost a couple of weeks now since this really started after the uh, question and answer session with the judge himself was about to wrap up. They were ready to take a vote a couple of weeks ago, I think today, and then everything got postponed, and this is where we are right now as this continues to unfold. By the way, the uh, Illini, uh, Daily Illini with a story about a Somebody sent this in, a uh, sexual assault gallery. Uh, I think today is the last day of it. Short stories of what people were wearing when they were sexually assaulted, along with items of clothing that complement these stories, will be on display the Illini Union Art Gallery until September 27th. That is today. The uh, What Were You Wearing art exhibit opened on Thursday. Many of the featured stories in the exhibition come directly from university students and alums who were sexual assault survivors said a director of the Women's Resource Center in an email. The aim is to center the stories of local survivors and shift the assumptions we have when it comes to how clothes are viewed as part of a survivor's narrative. Once the survivor stories from the university were received, a program advisor for the Illini Union Board got clothes to go with each story. According to the press release, between 1 in 4 to 5 women and 1 in 16 men will experience sexual assault before graduation. And uh, Michael Lincoln, the director of arts for the Illini Union, said some of the stories and clothes were already prepared by the original creators of the exhibit. So that's going on at the uh, University of Illinois. And also got an email in talking about, um, there's a pie chart showing the causes of rape. And it uh, shows in this particular uh, email, it says um, there's a big circle, it's blue. 
And there's different colors, and it says on the right, it says causes of rape, short skirts, drinking, flirty behavior, promiscuous past, walking alone, nighttime. But the entire circle is blue. It just says rapist. And uh, got that in. So we appreciate you passing that along. Three five six nine three nine seven. Let's see here. So far, my take on Dr. Ford is she's somewhat unstable. She had to get couples therapy because she wanted to doors. I don't know what that means. So you may resend that one and uh, clean that up for me. Uh, talking about the Me Too cartoon, the editorial cartoon uh, in the News Gazette, somebody uh, texted in on the text line, said the last person to complain about a cartoon was Osama bin Laden. And, uh, Brian, this is Robert. I wish I could call this morning, but a text will have to do, and that's fine. I just wanted to say that with regards to the Kavanaugh nomination, I don't understand the opinion that I should automatically believe the women who have accused Judge Kavanaugh. Why is their accusation something everyone must absolutely believe? Isn't it one of our most basic tenets of our judicial system that the rights to defend oneself in the assumption of innocence? All right. Thank you, Robert, for uh, your opinion. We're at 954 here at uh, DWS. Um, and I've talked to a different uh, handful of women and read their letters to the editor and different things where they've said, hey, just because nobody was there to see it doesn't mean it didn't happen. Or maybe, uh, you know, over the years they've been in situations where they've suppressed it. Or they uh, remember it very vividly but haven't talked about it. And, um, you know, that that's you get into this back and forth of, you know, well, why didn't she bring it up, you know, before all of this? Why wait to the last minute? And uh, just reading a lot of different things and talking to different people about it, uh, they've said, well, you know, they, um, with a high position like this, the Supreme Court, you know, and uh, there's all kinds of politics mixed into this, of course, as well. I think that's hard to ignore, the uh, last-minute nature of all of this that occurred certainly has uh, already a badly divided country has continued to uh, be badly divided on this as well. Anyway, just wonder what you thought. And again, uh, just asking if you're a woman out there, you want to text or call in, not looking for a story particularly, but just your thoughts in general, what, what you make of all of this as a woman, as you watch it unfold. Um, we've had more and more women, obviously, in the last 40 years moving to the workplace. You know, you've uh, I'm sure women have experienced things they didn't, want to experience unwanted advances and so forth. Uh, the texter uh, said, sorry, I meant to say she needed two doors in her new house. He said, Dr. Ford is somewhat unstable. She had to get couples therapy because she wanted two doors in her new house. I take it she pretty much said just because she had fears about Kavanaugh coming to get her. Again, it's just suggested to me there's something a little bit wrong with her. 9.56 here at DWS. We're on Penny for Your Thoughts, heading for the top of the hour. More on this from CBS News. Uh, the text goes on to say she had to go to couples therapy. I guess this is part of her testimony because she wanted two front doors on her house and her husband did not. Okay, well, uh, that's I've got her prepared statement. I don't know if that's what she's still in or what, but I can touch on that as we go along too. Uh, let's go back to the phones to Stan. Hey, Stan, good morning. Good morning. Uh, we're really short on time, but I've, I've got to uh, uh, make a comment on this whole process. Mm -hmm. 
The whole process is Republican obstruction of justice. Back in 1991, when Republicans had integrity, it took them three days to complete an FBI investigation of Anita Hill. That produced 20 witnesses in three days, about 20 witnesses in three days, and they all got to uh, testify before the Republicans put uh, uh, Thomas on the uh, uh, Supreme Court. And the Democrats made a uh, mistake by not filibustering him, by assuming that Republicans would do the right thing and not let a, an individual like Thomas Hill on the, on the Supreme Court. My personal story that I suggested I would talk about yesterday is a little bit longer than that, but it happened 50 years ago when I was a freshman at the University of Illinois. It has been exactly three days since I've been able to talk to anybody about it, and I told my wife what happened to me at the University of Illinois when I was sexually assaulted. There's not a day that goes by that I don't think about that. Has it made me more afraid? No. Has it made me more angry? Probably not. The fact of the matter is, it has had an effect, and it has caused caused my lingering depression that's been there for decades. Mm. And to not believe, when the Republicans refuse to find out the truth of whether this woman is telling the truth or not, you have to believe her, and you have to vote against Kavanaugh or any Republican that supports him in the slightest way. Well, I'm very sorry to hear about that, Stan, and... um... Well, I certainly wish you the best in that area, and we'll just, uh, do you, you think, uh, I've got less than 30 seconds here, but do you think, um, how do you think this is going to play out? Do you think he will not get confirmed? Oh, he'll get confirmed because the Republicans have no souls. Hmm. Okay, very good. Thank you. Appreciate it, Stan. Thanks for sharing that. 9.59, 10 o'clock news coming up here in less than 30 seconds. They'll have more, of course, from all that's going on in the hearing. There's some questioning going on. We can take your comments on it, uh, your reactions to it as it unfolds, but also um, just some general thoughts, particularly from women on this. Um, let me know. we got the news coming up here at 10 o'clock, WDWS Champaign-Urbana, CBS News next, 10 o'clock Central at the Tone. It's the second hour of A Penny for Your Thoughts with Brian Barnhart on News Talk 1400 WDWS. You can reach out to us on the phone at 217-356-9397, email talk at WDWS.com, or text on the Castle Heating and Cooling text line 217-351-5357. Now, here's Brian Barnhart. All right, hello again. Many for your thoughts. Kind of a heavy news day today as the... Hearings continue in Washington, D.C. The hearing for uh, Brett Kavanaugh and his accuser, uh, Christine Blasey Ford, as that is ongoing. So we're getting some reaction to that. If you have any uh, reaction to what you're seeing, uh, particularly if you're a woman, as all of this has unfolded, um, just just kind of your thoughts, I guess, on it. And you can text me if you'd like, if you're more comfortable that way. A couple of texts have come in uh, here during the news. We'll get to those. Again, the phone number is 3569397. You can text us, Castle Heating and Cooling text line 3515357. And you can email us at talk at wdws.com. 
See, it says, Brian, from the News Gazette uh, Tuesday article, it says the chief was intended to represent and honor those same Indians, the resolution said, but the tribe released a statement in May saying, in part, the image portrayed by Chief Alinawick does not accurately represent or honor the heritage of the Peoria tribe of Indians of Oklahoma and is a degrading racial stereotype that reflects negatively on all American Indian people. My comment, according to this uh, texter, it's Kevin, he says, my comment is the obvious response to this statement is, what image would accurately represent or honor the heritage of the Peoria tribe of Indians of Oklahoma? To me, that might be a way to move forward in this whole debate. Probably will not have a person portraying a chief, but maybe a respectable symbol from the tribe. That email, I believe it's an email, is from Kevin. Also a text in says, doesn't mean it didn't happen, talking about uh, sexual assault or sexual uh, uh, activity that is not wanted. So it doesn't mean it didn't happen, but does mean you have to prove it. Also a text in. says, good morning, Brian. I heard the TV themes of the subject for Flashback Friday. No, I have, announced the, I have not announced the theme yet. I've had several suggestions for that. But I usually announce the theme for the Flashback Friday, which we'll do tomorrow in the second hour of the show, 10 a.m. tomorrow, the last hour of the last Friday of the month. But if we do do this topic, uh, you can save it for Friday, and they have a list of shows that uh, they wanted would like to have featured, TV themes. I think I'm going to do that in the future. I'm not going to do that tomorrow. But uh, I will definitely um, take a picture of all that, and I will save it <laughs> for when we get back to it. Got a text in, says Stan's reaction to the sexual assault is don't vote Kavanaugh. What question mark? And also it says, I think uh, it is obvious that Stan's claim of she has to be believed about Dr. Ford stems directly from his clear bias and hatred of the Republican Party. He calls every day to bash the right with conspiracies and lies. Two men have come forward. We did mention this off the top. Two men have come forward to say they were the ones in Dr. Ford's story. You know, I'd like to hear Stan explain why they can't be believed, but Dr. Ford has to be. I know some Democrats reacted to the uh, story. Some of the Democratic leaders in Washington reacted to the story of the two men who came forward and said, well, the Republicans are just trying to muddy the waters. That was some of the reaction to that. All right, uh, those are some texts that have come in. That line has been busy today, the text and email line. You can certainly do that at any point during the show. 356-9397 is how you can reach us. We'll talk about the reading group and their inaugural storybook ball. We'll go really light towards the end of the show. But we're in some heavy stuff here this morning as the hearing continues in Washington, D.C. at 1014 here at DWS. Glad you're with us, wherever you might be listening. I know a lot of people listen in their cars or at work or maybe working outside. Today's a great way to work outside. and they listen to streaming, both locally and nationally and around the world. So we love to hear from everyone, each and every one of you that are out there. All right, let's uh, go back to the phones here at 1014. Good morning, Alan. Morning, Brian. I've got a song for you for the uh, flashback. Okay. By Rolling Stone. Rolling Stone, okay. Jumpin' Jack Flash. Jumpin' Jack Flash. Well, there you go. Uh, I'm not going to. Yeah, I'm not going to do that Friday, but I'll I'll take them. I'll save them. 
All right. Very good. Thank you, sir. Yep. Bye. Appreciate it. Yeah, three five six nine three nine seven. You can join us on the phone line, the text line, or um, of course the email line at talk at wdws dot com. Also had some reaction locally to the editorial cartoon. A lot of uh, letters to the editor in the News Gazette in regards to that today. You can check that out. Interesting, uh, Judy Dench, of course, who has played M on the uh, most recent James Bond movies, talking about Kevin Spacey. According to Variety, Dench believes that accused sexual assaulter Spacey should be given a second chance. The 83-year-old said of being his being replaced by Christopher Plummer in the All the Money in the World, I can't approve in any way, Judy Dench says, of the fact that whatever he's done, that you then start to cut him out of the films. Dench continues, she said, are we to go back throughout history and anyone who's misbehaved in any way or who has broken the law or who has committed some kind of offense, are they always going to be cut out? Are we going to ex- exclude them from our history? And uh, the Oscar winner added, I don't know what the conditions of it were, but nevertheless he is and was a most wonderful actor. But she also says, I think there are many things that need to be redressed and made right. She said it's an extraordinary amount of change, a sea change at the moment, talking about the Me Too movement, and there are many more parts for women, which is a very good indeed, and long may that go on. Three five six nine three nine seven or ten sixteen here at DWS. We'll take a break. Back with more of your phone calls, emails, and texts as they continue to come in after this. Back on Pity for Your Thoughts, 356-9397 is how you can join us on the phone lines today. We're talking quite a bit about the Brett Kavanaugh hearing, which is ongoing as we speak. More coverage from our newsroom coming up at the bottom of the hour, CBS at the top of the next hour. And, of course, I'm sure uh, the Rush Limbaugh show, they'll be covering it extensively starting at 11 o'clock. We've uh, touched on a couple of things that are connected, I guess, in a way. The Kavanaugh hearing itself, the uh, Me Too uh, editorial cartoon that appeared in the paper on Tuesday that has elicited quite a bit of reaction. You can read about all of that, including a uh, note from our publisher, John Reed, in the paper today, and, of course, the different editorial uh, comments, all from women, by the way, in the uh, News Gazette today, the letters to the editor. Been asking for some response from women, whether it's on the phone or online. Starting to get uh, some here. It says... Um, I'm reserving judgment on Kavanaugh for now, but the letter to the editor authored by Ms. Irish is a good example of the hyperbole rampant in discussions today. She stated that most people she knows are struggling mightily to maintain some semblance of mental health in the face of the sexual assault and misconduct accusations against Brett Kavanaugh. Really? Also, try as I might, I'm not outraged by the editorial cartoon and my mental health is intact. That's from Sharon. So that one just came in on the, uh, was that an email or a text, Adam? Just type it in for me. Uh, Also, a text came in. It says, two men came forward, case closed. Yeah, that last one was a text from Sharon, so we appreciate that. 3515357 is the uh, Castle Heating and Cooling text line. 
And again, you can read all the uh, editorials in the News Gazette today and uh, check them out online as well, news-gazette.com. Let's go back to the phones here at 1021. Bobby, good morning. How are you? Hey, good morning, uh, Brian. Yeah, I just want to uh, reiterate what I have said before when Jim Turpin was in the was in your chair. Yes, sir. And uh, I would just like to say that uh, I am a Christian, and I do believe I do believe in the, the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and the mighty God Himself. I just like to say that uh, that uh, the reason why Donald Trump is now the president is because God allowed him to be. God either allowed every situation to become or he arranged it. And uh, since, since Donald Trump is since God allowed Donald Trump to be president, I truly believe he allowed it to reveal all the bigotry, all the hate, all the sins of the world. So God will do that. If, if, you, if you want to do something that is simple, God allows you to do it. And he allowed this man to be president. And look at what we got now. We got the football players. He attacked the black football players. He he done done so much corruption as president. And he, he tried to claim victory that he had accomplished more than any other president. And at the and at the and at the union address, he was laughed at at all the other leaders of the world. This is embarrassing, and he don't even have sense enough to know it. Yeah. You watching any of the hearing today? Yes, I am yeah. watching it right now. I th- and I think this is very shameful to give a good example of of the Republican Party. They said the, uh, the, 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 the Republicans and Democrats have been more apart than ever before. Not really, not really. Democrats have always have been for the people. The Republicans have been more, to, they are the ones that have been more apart from the Democrats, getting more to the right than the Democrats are going more to the left. It just seems that way because because of this bigotry and this uh, voter suppression, gerrymandering, all this stuff is all of them. I tell you what, Jim, uh, the reason why we got Social Security is because the Democrats have done that. Social Security, uh, Medicare, um, financial aid, all that's been brought about to people by the Democrats. And what have the, uh, the Republicans done? The only thing they concern about is tax cuts for the rich to make themselves richer. And Jim, I just want to thank you for, for, my, for your right. time, hey. for, for my call. Thank you, Bobby. Appreciate it. Take care of yourself. 356 
is taking your input. I know some of you are probably watching and listening at the same time uh, as you observe the hearing, just uh, your impressions of it as you watch this unfold. Of course, it's been the story in Washington, D.C. and around the country. I mentioned earlier, I just took a drive last night, see some family, and uh, was in a car for about three hours, and that's, as I scanned the dial, that's all anybody was talking about was the Kavanaugh hearing today. Let's take a break. Back with more phone calls, emails, and texts after this. Hi, this is Max from MX Electric. I wanted to give a big thank you to everyone for making us your number one electrician. As a proud veteran, I learned the value of hard work, long days, and taking pride in what I do. So when you need the very best, I want you to give Nikita a call at 217-359-7293 and let us come out and show you why we were voted number one. I'm Chaz Holder from Holder Wealth Management. Have you ever wondered whether you're making the right investment choices? Or ever questioned if you're properly planning for retirement? When was the last time you took a look at your estate plan? We're living much longer these days, and it's important to know whether what we have now will be enough for us in those golden years. The world of investing in wealth management is complex, and the decisions you make today will have a meaningful impact on your future. A proper long-term plan requires knowledge across multiple fields, and at Holder Wealth Management, we have expertise in investing, estate planning, and taxation, and provide detailed financial planning services to our clients. It's never too soon to start planning ahead. Give me a call at 217-398-4015 to find out how Holder Wealth Management can help you with your wealth planning needs. Nothing proves that hard work pays off better than performance numbers. And these products are proving themselves in fields near you. Golden Harvest G09Y243220 AEZ Refuge brand corn outyielded DeKalb brands by 11 bushels per acre in 63 trials. For more proof that Golden Harvest delivers strong genetics and agronomics that outperform, visit GoldenHarvestYields.com or contact your Golden Harvest seed advisor. I am Kenny Bilger and proud to be part of a company that has been caring for my community for 90 years. As CEO of Christie Clinic, I am honored to lead a team who provides our community with accessible quality medical care for you and your family. We live here, we work here, we provide you, our neighbors, family and friends, healthcare choices where you live and work. We listen, we care, we are Christie Clinic. Hey, it's Scott Beatty on Sports Talk. Matt Daniels joins me. We chat preps with Colin Likas and Nancy Fay from Illinois Women's Basketball stops by. Join us at 5 tonight on DWS. All right. Looks like they're taking a recess in the hearing. Didn't say why. 10.28 here at DWS. We've continued to talk about it. Appreciate all the input today. We've had a lot from uh, the emails and the text line. Some on the phones as well. Uh, caller Sarah emailer says Bobby Democrats acted the same way with Anita Hill that of course goes back a long way let's go back to the phones to Matt good morning Matt how you doing good I'm uh I'm just calling in to uh kind of voice an opinion mm-hmm. and uh, it's just an opinion everybody's got one but I uh I really get frustrated with uh with some of the antics of the Democrats I mean, I don't, I don't consider myself party affiliated. I'm more 
personally affiliated, and that's kind of how I judge people. I don't judge them by what party they're in. But every time, I mean, Bobby just goes down this road, and it's like if you're going to play cards, you got to have more than one card. The race card is just so old. I mean, I grew up at Urbana High School, graduated in 95. I got more black friends you can shake a stick at, and they ain't, they ain't dumb. They can see what's happening. Um, if you are a Christian, which I am, I'm not judging anybody. I pray for everybody. But you got to open your eyes, and you got to take Hillary's boob out of your mouth. She's too old to be lactating. It's, it's gotten to a point where it's, it's become absurd, and uh, everybody's got their head in the sand. And they just don't, they don't seem to even care what the truth is. If somebody was accusing uh, Bobby's son of sexual misconduct, would Bobby want him to be presumed innocent or guilty? He, uh, he might change his mind then, like he probably loved Bill Clinton when he was out playing with his cigars. I've just, it's just gotten to a point where if people won't be reasonable, then you've just got to kind of give up on them because if there ain't enough common sense in the world to go around, then some people are just going to get shorted, and I feel like that's what's happened to some of them. Yeah, and this is, uh, you think he's going to survive all of this? Oh, Kavanaugh's yeah. going to get approved. You They're, think so? The problem, the problem with Democrats that I see is they don't understand that Trump ain't against Democrats. Trump's against a lot of Republicans, too, because they're just as swampy as the Democrats. He's actually trying to change things, which Obama claimed he was going to do, and I voted for Obama's first term. And he said he was going to change things, and when he got in there, he started taking donations and special interests, decided to hire Hillary to sell uranium on the side, and uh, it's gotten to a point where, I mean, at some point, the truth has to hit you in the face. you got to look in the mirror and think, you know, do I want to have a president that made fun of people in the Midwest for having Bibles and guns? Or do I want a president that's proud to hold his Bible up and says he stands for a Bible? So if you're a Christian, take those comments to heart and, and digest them, and then maybe you'll come to the light, come to the truth. And the truth is, Trump ain't really a Republican. He's actually an outsider that's trying to change things. He had to pick one side or the other to get in on, and he's no more racist than Bobby. I guarantee that. I mean, come on now. We've heard Bobby for years. I love Bobby. I, I, I'm not going to say nothing, but I, I've been around him personally. He ain't a bad guy. But deep inside people, they have trouble letting go of hatred. Hmm. And the truth is, if you're a true Christian, then you don't judge people on party or color. You judge them on individual basis. And I've made my judgment on Hillary and Obama and all of them only on their individual basis and their individual actions. And, and they're shameful, to be honest. Yeah. All right. Hey, thank you, Matt. I appreciate your thoughts today. Yeah, have a good day. All right. Uh, Carol... Uh, Texted said, not to make light of a traumatic event, but how many women can say that they have not had sexual advances made toward them in their teen or young adult years that they didn't think they had deserved? And how many teen and young adult men haven't tried to make unasked-for advances? Carol says, this is completely, I think, blown out of proportion. That is uh, from Carol. All right, keep those coming in, especially from women. I'd just love to just hear your perspective on this. It's easy for us guys to talk about this but um you know i know it's harder maybe in in this case to come up uh, and think about it or maybe we even want to talk about it but uh, I, i'd love to hear from what women think about all of this as they watch it unfold and uh, we've already heard from several Ten thirty-three. here's tim dittman with the news a penny for your thoughts with brian barnhart continues on news talk 1400 wdws
for your thoughts continues here at 1038. Spent some uh, minutes here, last hour almost, talking about the uh, Kavanaugh hearing. They are in recess as we speak. Any reactions to it? We've heard from several women today, especially on the text line, more so than on the phones, about all of this, their feelings on it. Of course, the uh, two have been kind of tied together here with the Kavanaugh hearing and then the Me Too editorial cartoon that also got a lot of reaction. A lot of women uh, with letters to the editor today that appeared. And uh, we're taking all of those comments. Uh, Towards the end of the show here, in about 10 minutes, we'll talk about the uh, storybook ball from the reading group. This is kind of an inaugural event. I think you'll find this very, uh, very interesting. We'll do all that coming up here in just a little bit. Uh, The Investors Daily had a story today about the uh, Washington Post saying that uh, the accuser here, Christine Ford, I think it was the Washington Post, maybe the New York Post, found that she had given a different account of the party to a marriage counselor in 2012. Uh, In that version, four boys assaulted her. She didn't name Kavanaugh. She told the Post that there were four boys at the party, but only two assaulted her. She said the counselor's notes were wrong. and says, here's how the Post reported it last week. The marriage counselor notes say four boys were involved. A discrepancy, Ford says, was an error on the therapist's part. Ford said there were four boys at the party, but only two in the room. In her letter to Senator Feinstein, Ford also said the party included me and four others. So for years, Ford had clearly maintained there were four other people, all boys at the party. Now uh, Ford claims that one of the four was actually a girl, and she was a lifelong friend of Ford's, but the woman, Leland Ingram Kaiser, says she doesn't know Kavanaugh and has no idea about the party in question. This is what this uh, article says. In an editorial in Investor's Daily, Ford's story has not kept uh, only kept changing. Every one of the four people Ford now says they're uh, were there, have denied her claim. So that was uh, an input from uh, one of the editorials that came out today in regards to all that's happening in Washington, D.C. Julie says in a text, not sure where the last caller's been for the last few years. He obviously is a Trumper. Trump is the most racist, disrespectful person that's ever been in charge of this country. That is from Julie. Let's go to John. Good morning, John. Hey, good morning, Brian. You know, um, Judge Kavanaugh, I don't know his character. Uh, the young lady, I don't know her character. But as a man, we must, un- as men, we must understand a woman's worth. Now, as boys, we will do things. And as girls, we would do things. But the hearing is going on. Let it go. And, you know, let, let's watch the process. I think the Democrats, and I'm a Democrat, I think uh, the Democrats got this one wrong. But overall, I think the Republicans and the Democrats need to sit down and try to come to a bipartisan. Or who's going to believe anybody? I said this before Trump got elected when he was running around the country. When you can stand up and call a woman a liar in front of everybody, our country's in trouble. Right now, we, we're going down a rabbit hole, and we don't know where the rabbit is. We need to get a hold of this country right now, but let this proceeding go on. Judge Kavanaugh's going to be, uh, he's going to be on the uh, justice, no doubt. But after this, we need to sit back and grab this country by the hand and say, look, America's sick, but we're going to hold her hand until she gets well because we got some problems. Yeah. Well, are you watching the hearing today? 
Yes, I'm yeah, watching yeah. it. What What do you make of? I mean, and, and I don't oh, have no. it. I I don't have it up, so I can't hear anything. I'm just watching yeah, but, it out of the corner of my eye. Um, I can't. I I've never testified in front of Congress, so I have no idea. Right. And um, she's she, pretty she, nervous. She no seems really, really nervous, just body language. Yeah, she's, yeah, she's nervous. But as a young woman, uh, number one, when you go to a party, you know there's going to be different people there from different organizations, different homes. Uh, whoever invited her to a party, she I guess she did come with some other girls. I'd like to know, you know, usually a girl would tell her best friend or a boy would tell his best friend. Boys brag. Girls don't usually brag, but they do tell their best friend if something like this happened. And then, two, you know, I'm, I'm putting all the alcohol and all that stuff, you know, put that to the side. But as a young woman, you know, you just don't go to a party and get drunk. I remember years ago, you walk down Green Street, and it's pitch black dark, and you see young women, you know, just walking the street drunk. Come on now. Somebody got to watch her. Somebody got to watch him. It's just it's just one of those things we're going through right now, and everybody got the right to protest. But you know, with the Me Too movement and everything else, we got to let it you know play the course. But she is very nervous. Yeah, that's for that's I can tell that without without hearing her talk. So, all right, hey, thank you, John. Take care. Appreciate the phone call three five six nine three nine seven. I just know, and I think a lot of us are, are parents. I've got two daughters. Um, and and two stepsons, but I've got two daughters who, um, you know, you send them off to college, and you hope you've that they make the right decisions on things, don't put themselves in in bad spots. But then again, they may be in a good spot, and somebody's trying to take advantage of them. I mean, there are things that as a dad you worry about. You, you know, you think, man, I, I don't have any control over this anymore, and uh, you know, you try to teach them values and along the way but ultimately when they're an adult they're going to make decisions and um, unfortunately sometimes as we've seen you know when we live near a college campus um, things happen sexual assault happens it's been a big problem and uh, continues to be and that's where you know and, and now you mix in at this level the level of politics involved in this at this level and the very personal accusations that are being made um, that's where you get the explosive mix we have right now We'll come back with more uh, after this. Penny, for your thoughts, the uh, storybook ball from the reading group. We'll tell you about that next. All right, 356-9397 is the phone number. You can text us. We get a lot of those today at uh, 3515357 as the hearing is back underway again here on Capitol Hill with the uh, Kavanaugh hearing. Of course, Rush will have more. CBS will have more. Our newsroom, uh, News Gazette Media, covering it, radio and print and digital. Uh, this reminder, hoping uh, you're ready for fall colors. I've seen a few trees changing a little bit. The harvest season, of course, my favorite time of the year. I've told you that. We'll get an update from the uh, harvest again tomorrow. But uh, you know you're at a steakhouse for sure when you arrive at the Beef House in Covington, Indiana. All the different cuts of meat, but when they were, when they're cooking the meat, you can smell it on the way in, that's for sure, over at the Beef House. Of course, they have a large menu to choose from. If you go over during the lunch hour, you can get take advantage of the lunch buffet, the best around. Of course, uh, steaks are available, all kinds of different cuts, uh, but you can also order anything from chicken to pork to pasta to seafood as well. may want a salad with your meal. Some people go that route. You can take advantage of that. And, of course, the uh, famous Beef House Rolls brought to your table shortly after you're seated. You can uh, top them with butter, apple butter, or strawberry jam. 
And again, all of that is your choice. No matter how, which route you go, we hope you'll take the Route 74, Interstate 74, to the Beef House in Covington, Indiana, just inside the Indiana state line. If you have any text you want to get in, you can certainly uh, get those in. If we get a chance to get to them, we will uh, before the show is out. But right now, stepping back from the hearings a little bit, here at uh, 1049, we talked about the Scoutathon a little bit earlier. The Reading Group hosting the inaugural Storybook Ball coming up on uh, Friday, October the 12th of this year. And we've got with us Winnie Crowder, the Executive Director. Good morning, How are you? Brian. Uh, good to see you. Thank you. Thank long, you for having me this morning. How long have you been in with the, uh, the group there, the Reading Group? This is my fourth year. Okay. And the Reading so Group's been around a while, right? We've been around 46 years, which is pretty amazing. 46 yeah. years. Well, yeah. That's almost five decades. and Exactly. And we uh, celebrated our 45th anniversary last year, and I think a lot of people have heard about the reading group but maybe don't really know what we do unless they've had an opportunity to bring one of their students to us. Uh, but in our 46 years, we have probably changed thousands of lives. Hmm. Uh, working with children through adults who struggle with reading disorders like dyslexia or other types of severe reading issues. And reading is so fundamental. I mean, it, it truly is. And there's so many interesting statistics talking about how children who aren't able to read by third grade, it severely impacts their ability to learn and then to succeed in life beyond mm. that. And so you help... Uh students of all ages. We do. Yeah. In fact, we have some adults that come to mm -hmm. us as well who are trying to improve their vocational situation mm -hmm. um, because if they're unable to read, they certainly can't uh, do reports and supervise other people uh, and get into management positions. But even blue-collar positions have to be able to read manuals, electricians, plumbers, things mm -hmm. like that. And, um, you know, the reading group um, it's kind of a well-kept secret almost in the community, but what we're trying to do is uh, make more people aware of the help that we give to underserved students who are unable to pay for our tuition. One in five of our students comes there on a scholarship, mm -hmm. and that's really what the Storybook Ball is all about, to raise money uh, for the Marilyn Kay Scholarship Fund. Marilyn Kay is our founder, and uh, you know we just want to make sure that all of those students who are struggling are getting the help they need. We all learn differently. Uh, some people learn best by hearing or seeing or tactical, and that's one of the things that we do at the reading group is we employ the Orton-Gillingham approach, which um, incorporates uh, multi-sensory multi uh, tactics for learning. Yeah, you talk about being a well-kept secret. I've been in the back in town for almost 20 years. And this is, a, I haven't heard of it before. Mm -hmm. That's so right. I, so we, where, where is it based? I mean, we're in Southwest Champaign at the Village mm -hmm. at the Crossing. A lot of people know us from our days at Lincoln Square where we were for many, many years. Mm -hmm. uh, but now we're in uh, an area where it's uh, easy for people to find us. And um, we're just really excited about this event. I think a lot of people connect with a classic children's storybook. Everyone has a favorite and whether or not you realize it, those early stories really shape our lives as adults. You know, maybe a moral that we learned from that book or uh, being able to explore 
uh, part of the country or the world that we uh, are interested in. Or maybe there's a character from a, a storybook that you kind of look up to and you, you want to uh, be like them. So that's where the storybook ball idea came from. And every year we went to celebrate a different classic story. And this year we chose Charlotte's Web, mm -hmm. which is such a beautiful story of friendship and uh, two farmyard uh, animals helping each other through their life. And so this year we're uh, doing this event at Bluestem Hall, which is perfect because it's a renovated farm uh, machine shed in rural Urbana. Mm -hmm. And it's going to be Friday, October 12th. Uh, we have Dish Passionate Cuisine catering a really kind of a farm country meal for us. And then the Bashful Youngins, they're a, a bluegrass country group, uh, are going to provide live music for us. And mm. then, of course, a live auction and silent auction. Yeah, this sounds like a lot of fun. And uh, who all can come? I mean, who all is? Anyone can come. Mm. I mean, I think everybody in our community with a major university and a community college should be concerned that there might be people in our community that can't read. I, I feel strongly that we just shouldn't have that here. You know, it's, it's just so sad. Um, and so all they have to do is go to readinggroup.org, find out a little bit more about the event. Uh, it is $90 per ticket. Again, that includes dinner, uh, complimentary wine and beer, an opportunity to, to bid on some great items like bought seats for Churchill Downs mm -hmm. right on the finish line. Uh, Section A U of I men's basketball tickets. Uh, we have gift cards from uh, Rejuvenous Medical Spa, Talbot's. It's just some really fun mm. things. You said at the finish line. At yes. Churchill yes. Really? Yes. Well, if I'm going to go to the race, that's where I want to sit. Exactly. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Well, this sound. I mean, uh, when you say a ball, so storybook ball, I mean, it'll be. Well, the, uh, we're we're, we're or, doing a little twist on that. It's. Uh -huh. A ball in terms of being, it being an evening event for adults mm -hmm. with alcohol. Because mm -hmm. uh, some people have asked, is this for kids? And it's really not um, okay. because adults have the money, of course, <laughs> mm -hmm. and have the means to bid on the auction items. So, um, so we're doing a little twist on that. It is a denim-friendly, casual attire event. And we just really hope people will come out and celebrate the reading group and and Charlotte's Web and all those wonderful things mm. that make this a great community for education. Yeah, well, it's a, it's a wonderful story and a wonderful event. Again, Friday, October 12th. Uh, did you give a time on when everything starts? I did not. Mm. It's from 6 to 9 p.m. Okay. And again, at Blue Stem Hall. Yes. And where, you said that's, is it it's in It's in rural Urbana. The closest yeah. major intersection would be Rays and Old Church Road. Okay. And it's near the Ashley Barnhart Restoration. That's what I heard. Uh, prayer, I, yeah, which I'm not sure if that's any relation <laughs> to you, but uh, could so. be. Yeah. Well, that's that, that's uh, that's a lot of fun, and uh, I know News Gazette Media is one of your many sponsors. We it had. is. Thank you for mentioning that, and we're so grateful uh, to the News Gazette Media team for helping us. This is our, the second year actually that you all have mm. sponsored our our gala, and we are, are very grateful. Mm. Well, and uh, if there's a number to call, should people call the office if they have questions? Maybe they heard about it today and they're like, oh, I want to know more about that. What? Absolutely. 217-367-9144. Okay. Is it 367? Yes. Okay. Yes. All right. Because I've got 351. 
on here. Oh, so, I'm so sorry. Yeah. 351-9144. <laughs> I don't call myself very often. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, 217-351-9144. Yeah, Just make sure that's right. And, well, right, absolutely, readinggroup.org. All right. Well, very good, Winnie. Thanks for coming in, and thanks for all the work that you do. Thank you very much. That. And we'll hopefully people will turn out, and hopefully this will help a little bit. So. Thank you, Brian. Let's take a one-minute break, Adam. Back with more after this. Thank for your thoughts here, and uh, appreciate you being with us today. Tomorrow we'll get an update. Of course, after all of this happens today with the hearing, you'll hear more throughout the day tomorrow. We'll be back to talk about it tomorrow starting at 9. Also get an update on our harvest. We've been doing that with different farmers. We'll take it from a different angle uh, tomorrow for a little bit. Also, of course, the Luke Bryan concert, getting ready for that down in Pesodum. That uh, is a big deal. What, 10,000 people outside of Pesodum, if not more, coming up on uh, Friday night. So we'll talk about that some more. And we'll have the uh, flashback Friday for you. I have not decided the uh, the topic as of yet, or at least if I have, I'm not going to reveal it until just before uh, 10 o'clock tomorrow. We'll do it in the last hour, the last Friday of the month, on Penny for Your Thoughts, our flashback Friday tomorrow. No football this weekend, lots of volleyball, though, and other Illini sports to cover as well. Stay with us here on WDWS Champaign-Urbana, 11 o'clock. More on the Kavanaugh hearing from CBS next.